0: Hi guys, I'm your host Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV and most of you know I've been chasing the Affordable Healthy Home initiative for the, like the last year and in my research we discovered this wonderful gentleman, his name is George Swan Swanson from uh, currently Austin and he has got quite the pedigree. So I'd like to read it to you so you know what you're getting ready to enjoy on this next episode. George Paul Swanson received a Bachelor of Science in Industrial Technology from Western Washington University in June of 1975. Since that time, he has worked through the Great Pacific Northwest, the Great Plains, the Southeastern United States, designing, building, and managing construction of homes and commercial buildings. In 1981, he published published the best-selling Dome Scrapbook, culminating his experience of designing and participating in building more than 300 geodesic dome structures in the Pacific Northwest between 1974 and 1981. Over the years, Swanson Associates have completed over 80 low-toxic and fully non-toxic breathing natural building projects in 11 states and several foreign countries. A few of the building systems were traditional straw clay, rammed earth, wall, clay-treated wood chip block, hebel, aerated concrete block wall systems, and most recently, MGO natural ceramic cement-based building systems. Several of these projects have included single-family wetland septic systems, rooftop water collection systems, previous concrete landscape features, and solar voltaic energy systems. Paul, George Paul Swanson is a registered graduate of the IBS International Biology and Ecology Program as the building biologist as of 1992 and is listed in Who's Who in America in 1996 for contributions to sustainable technology. Currently, he offers natural home and commercial building consulting, designing and construction, overseas services throughout the states and abroad. In recent years, Swanson Associates have been the lead design build consultants for numerous commercial projects, including several churches, a monastery, and a 21-building natural medicine complex in Austin, Texas. Ongoing long-term international projects include a waterfront eco-resort in Kauai, Restoration of an ancient hacienda in Mexico, an eco-village complex in Trinidad, recently has returned from his eighth trip to China, where he is conducting ongoing product development for magnesium oxide ceramic fiber cement products, including all-natural fiber MGO cement-based wall, roof, and floor prefabricated structural insulative panels, SIPs. Uh, Since 1975, he has conducted hundreds of seminars across the country and abroad, on all the benefits of natural building design. Welcome, George. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo-Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people, and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well, more specifically where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, with Grateful Heart TV. Today's guest is a very special one. He was actually told by a girlfriend of mine that he's the original OG building biologist out of Austin, and I, without any further ado, welcome to the show, George Swanson from Austin. You currently live there still, right?
1: Okay, I can see you.
0: Yeah. So, do you? Where, where are you coming to us from? Are you from Austin?
1: uh, No, I'm actually from uh, Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, um, Washington. Many years working in uh, New York and Iowa, and actually in China for several years. Oh,
0: I cannot wait to talk to you about China for so many years. That is, yes,
1: they have a huge contribution to make for our sustainable future. We we just don't know it yet.
0: Well, and I (laughs) mainly
1: in terms of we'll talk a lot about natural concretes. I do a lot with these ancient magnesium cements, including drywall, takes the place of everything we're doing. So hold Uh, hold that thought
0: real quick, George, because I want to talk a little bit about your background before we get into the meat of the discussion. Oh, sure. The meat of the discussion is going to be the magnesium oxide panels that I am so passionate and excited about, and I want to learn about them from you. But before we get there, on your bio, Uh you talk about being a building biologist.
1: Correct.
0: Can you please, in layman's terms, explain to somebody like me who's super clueless when it comes to the world of building biology, what does a building biologist do? What is a building biologist? What What is it that you went to school for? What are you gonna teach us about today, George? I wanna know okay. all things building biology to start with, and then we will continue our conversation down that road so we end up talking about the magnesium oxide panels.
1: Sure, yeah, it's about studying the relationship between human health and the built environment seems real simple but it's not taught in north america at all and we'll go into the political reasons for that but they're kind of obvious there's a lot of parties that do not want this training in america because like what most american architects now know is that european architects can all be sued if somebody gets sick in their buildings In most of Europe, because they've taken two years training in what materials, how materials affect human health. And of course, what brings it to the very forefront is the mold epidemic everywhere in America. Why are buildings mold so extensively? It's all about trap moisture. I
0: gotta, I yeah. gotta interject. After this show, I am literally driving across town to go show a house to a, a woman who is mold sick. And until yes. recently, I honestly didn't even know if I believed that people could get mold sick because the training I got as a young real estate agent was mold for gold, and they basically made us all <laughs> believe that it was BS that there was just lawyers going out trying to collect big checks for their clients and for themselves, but that Mm -hmm. there was really no science behind it. And I have a feeling you're gonna correct me when I just said that because being a building biologist, it is all science, is it not?
1: Yes, yes, in fact, it's the oldest science of its type. It's been taught on a PhD level for over 50 years Throughout mo- all of Northern Europe requires a study of it. Uh, half of Central Europe and about a fourth of Asia is now embracing this because the health effects are profound when materials trap moisture and emit poisons, which almost all our petroleum-bonded products mm-hmm. actually do. Because we, our, our goal, because I work primarily with clients who have what are is called MCS, Multiple Chemical Sensitivity. Mm -hmm. A lot of those folks also have EMF sensitivity. And everything comes down to the moisture trapping in building envelopes. And when we build with materials that are all bonded with the waste products of petroleum, oftentimes not well filtered at all. In other words, all these elements that actually bind and trap moisture in things like plywood mm-hmm. particle board and even our gypsum drywall has polymer powders so they can make it thinner and thinner every year
0: so that's are you talking about what i've heard of being called off gassing because i've heard people yes. get really sick from off gassing yeah. and that's what you're trying to describe correct that certain materials create basically poisons if correct. the people are sensitive to it
1: That's right, because virtually 85% of every product sold at Home Depot is bonded with the waste products of the production of petroleum. And when Dow and DuPont were both (coughs) formed in 1910, they had one mandate, find profit centers for the waste products of the production of petroleum. And the highest profits are not taking out the heavy metals and the toxins. Mm -hmm. So we have Some of the lowest standards in the entire world in America, most of them written around 1910, with this one mandate to find profits. Now, everything they're bonding with these waste products can be bonded with natural plant and mineral ways of doing it that are time-honored, that don't poison people, that do give up their moisture properly. And are superior in every way imaginable. So
0: we're gonna, we're gonna so get into that. So that's why we can't
1: teach the deep science here. Yeah, let, right? let,
0: let's hold that thought though because I know there's a lot more to your story. So being a building biologist basically is that you are um, helping people get healthier homes. Is that a fair say, a statement or what is yeah. it?
1: And ideally in a preventative way, mm-hmm. but most often than not, I end up working with folks who simply have tried everything to get mold out of their homes. They've been not treated well by the medical establishment, treating them like, you know, because there's no recognition of mold disease by the American Medical Association. Now here in Austin we have four of the best um, alternative um, doctors, highest paid doctors in the world, that do recognize it and have identified what different molds do in different organs of the body once they land on you.
0: Do you mind sharing, George? Do you mind sharing who those doctors are? Because I can only imagine anybody listening to the episode, if they're feeling the effects of mold sickness and they don't know of these doctors, they'd probably love to know who they are.
1: Uh, yeah, most of them are under death threats regularly. <laughs> so, you know, it's, Why it's, is that? I know. Why? Why?
0: Why? Because yeah, because I heard the from... the story
1: mm-hmm. of how these toxins got into all our building materials is not told in America nor taught. In fact, the architectural establishment actually lobbies to keep this training out because no American architect has ever paid a fine or have been penalized for the millions of toxic buildings in America. And they know their European countertop, counter- Counterparts. Mm -hmm. have, are being sued regularly because they have two to three years training in what these materials do to human beings over time. And
0: Germany kind of- Let's talk about that. Puts it
1: all into focus. It all started in Germany about 70, 75 years ago and became this training in this, in what materials do to human physiology, became mandatory almost 50 years ago. And China, you know, Germany's been able to control their, their healthcare costs because every type of engineer has to take this training. So textile engineers, pharmaceutical people, they all have to know what the physiological effect each one of these petroleum derivative products actually is and that's being published way better internationally than it is being published here so obviously is is
0: is your thought process the the issue is just the greed of our corporate America that they're trying to keep um, knowledge and education about healthier homes out of mainstream because it's just mind-boggling to me Coming, I know, coming how could there be so much that are media, so sick. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, if you control the media and you control what's being taught at the universities, nobody, they're hoping nobody will connect the dots. But if you travel anywhere in Europe, and half of Asia now, mm-hmm. this is front page news everywhere. In other words, how did we get here? How did all these toxins end up in our food, our medicine, our clothing, now, eighty-five percent of our building products that uh, we're breathing through these walls—we don't have a choice.
0: Now, George, do you mind me asking? And I hope you don't mind sharing your story because I heard a third person through sure. through Curtis. Um, hearing all this from you, it wasn't like um, you just—you know—were born and all of a sudden you became a building biologist. You have your own reasons why you got into this line of work. Sure. Do you mind sharing your personal story as to? What brought you to learn about all of this? Because I don't think anybody does yeah, unless yeah. they have a story like yours. Yeah, it
1: was back in 1984. I designed a super, super tight home when I was living in Central Iowa. My wife was several months pregnant mm-hmm. uh, when we moved into the home, and back then nobody knew about what would happen. You know, when we started to seal up our homes, mm-hmm. it was considered like the highest knowledge of architecture to seal up every tiny crack in the building. And we put in air exchangers. We did the whole thing. But my wife, I was going off to work. And during my wife's pregnancy, Mm -hmm. she was staying home. And we had whole weeks that were like minus 15 and minus 20. Our air exchangers were letting in minus 5 at minus 20 degrees. She was turning them off. Right, our child was born with extremely high levels of formaldehyde poisoning. The child, our baby, you know, died after five months. She was from a very wealthy family. They proved that our child died from formaldehyde poisoning from the house, but mainly the carpet and the pad. Right, and at that time, the carpet companies were paying people off not to talk. Later, it became more economical because of the number of lawsuits to actually take a huge percentage of those toxins out. In other words, the lawsuits were costing more than keeping the mm-hmm. formaldehyde in the products. Mm-hmm. None of this got into the American press, almost zero. In fact, uh, our marriage didn't last, but I attended a lot of the of the uh, court trials, the settlements uh, She eventually got there very, very high, but they don't bring babies back. No, and you know it didn't. It it woke me up. I said, "Wait, you know, here's your loved ones, and you've poisoned your wife and baby." My wife had to live in people's cars for like four years. She couldn't walk into a normal building. She did get way better later. You know, but she got. But but
0: she became so sensitive to these toxins that then I, my understanding is once you become sensitive, you really can't be anywhere around any of it because then you get real sick. Is that basically what her story was?
1: True, true, right. But at the same time, you can begin to detoxify mm-hmm. by getting the toxic load off of your body. That means less toxic food, less toxic clothing, less toxic medicine, and it means your entire building these are folks who can't be near things like plywood particle board some of them can't be near portland cement even and so it you know it's a huge challenge how do we build without what we feel are the only uh options we had well the good news is almost all the european materials because europe's been on this for a long long time mm-hmm. for over 50 years it's been mandatory to understand how people's health is affected by these materials. So, they're here now. And with the incredible price increase of conventional materials, all the things I'm doing now are 100% cost-competitive. Isn't
0: that awesome? In other awesome? words,
1: nobody talked at a sheet yeah. of MGO that costs $50. Right. When plywood's $70, right? No, it's, right. it's so crazy. So, finally, these things are coming to the forefront. Yeah. They're becoming much, much more popular uh covid woke a lot of people up yes you know full 93% of the covid deaths according to the cdc were accompanied by weakened respiratory and weakened immune systems what is that that's poisoned food poisoned medicine and poisoned homes
0: okay so, so take, a yeah, time, take a time out real quick don't think about take a time out real quick because i want to regroup i'm going to take a quick commercial break we're going to come right back Um, This is fascinating stuff, George, mainly because it's so on the down low. Like why we don't have this in mainstream America is what I want to talk about when we come back from commercial break. We'll be right
1: back. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their
0: home purchase Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients, so I do dare you to Google me, and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home.
1: independently owned means low overhead so you get the best rates fees and service keep more of your money brokers are better realtor recommended for over 20 years contact me joe smith at epic mortgage today 602-741-4121 whether
0: purchasing a home or refinancing we know you have choices
1: when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title
0: facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. So we're back from commercial break, and I was just asking George as we went on, like, why mainstream does not know all this? Why are we so behind Europe? You know, I get so frustrated when I hear that, you know, USA is behind any other country in this world, especially when it comes to our health. And I know I personally have a lot of suspicions, um, but I'll keep those to myself. I'd like, (laughs) I'd rather hear from you, George, as to what your actual experience has been when you've been talking about this product um, that you are now that you've brought to market, you've sh- you've gone to China multiple times, from what I understand, to source the product. Let's talk about sure. magnesium oxide sips panels because that is something. As you were just saying, as we went into break, I become um, woken up during COVID myself, being a realtor here in Phoenix for 30 years. lost so many clients, not because of anything I did, but because the market got so expensive and so many of my clients got priced out. And a big part of that was the price of lumber quadrupled while we were trying to build people's homes. And it was just basically blew open my door to learning about alternative building methods and product. Um, and so my, that's been my mission this last year is interviewing folks like you who have educated myself and my show uh, guests and audience as to what else is out there that could be better for our health because that is the the point of my show is healthy homes, healthy houses, health, healthy hearts. And you know if we're living in a box that's so sealed tight that all it does is poison us, that is not a good place to live in. And especially, in today's day and age, how expensive things have become. Let's figure out how to create healthy homes that are actually sustainable and affordable. And that is my mandate. I'm personally on and why you got to meet my friend Curtis from Arkansas, because that is what we have been chasing. And we found you and you are so knowledgeable. So I couldn't tee you up any better, George. Take it away. Let's talk MGO six panels.
1: But yeah, the good news is Well, kind of the bad news. Bad news was quadrupling of some of these materials. But that's brought up, if we're going to go through this incredible cost and inconvenience of construction, why don't we build in a way that will not rot, mold, and burn and come apart in 50 years? Mm -hmm. Because the big question is, why do our buildings in America come apart in 30 to 50 years? You know, I did a lot of research in Europe, spent a lot of time in Europe and and in Asia where buildings do last much, much longer. It's because of the petroleum bonded products. It's that simple. It's using the waste products of petroleum to bond our plywood, our OSB to make all our paints, including the bogus zero VOC paints are completely bogus, that labeling's. Totally. So don't even. So don't paint.
0: even waste your money on VOC paints, huh? because I heard no, about VOC paints and I was told to use it. It's it.
1: All petroleum based. Oh right. no. As our, as our medicine, as is our clothing, as is eighty five percent a, of these products. So and they our, didn't work. Our, our in clothing words, is a problem. I've heard that too. That's why they can't teach the deep science. I have a three hundred page book that goes deep into the conversion of moisture to vapor. That's the juggler vein. Mm -hmm. In the human body, bone next to cellulite creates a push-pull plus-minus charge that extracts two quarts of water a day off your body, and you're not wet. If your walls were doing that, they would last for multiple hundreds and even a 1,000 years. It's all about this moisture management. So yes, we can talk about that. And commercial buildings do carefully address that. Residential usually doesn't even touch the topic. Mm -hmm. They assume if it's sold at Home Depot, it's got to be good. So things like fiberglass insulation. Spray it with a little Windex bottle of water and time it. It's wet. Three days after you sprayed it, rock wool is dry in two hours. Which one should you put in your walls? I mean, it's that simple. I've had grade school kids do these experiments with are modern materials, soak a piece of plywood, bring it out of the water after a few minutes, it's wet two weeks later. Right, you
0: it's, know, it's piece crazy. Of MGO
1: board is dry in an hour. So
0: let's, let's well, okay, can we talk going? real quick, it's George? It's not working. Let's talk real quick yeah. about China and MGO boards because I know in my basic research yes. I have done, it, it scares me, and I, like, please be truthful with me on this, it scares me to source our panels out of China when I've heard so many things about China both politically <laughs> and just just how they do business over there. Like, how do you know you've got a good magnesium oxide panel that you want that you know that you want to put in your home that will be healthy for you to use? because I'm sure yeah, not every every person in China selling this product, Um, sells the same exact quality of product. And it would be nice to know a little bit of history because I know that buildings have been built with magnesium oxide, I believe, in both China and Russia forever. Um, The Great Wall of China, Uh my understanding, was built with the stuff.
1: Exactly, the terracotta soldiers, all of it. And there's no mold in any of those buildings. And they're fireproof, and they're rodent-proof, and they're bug-proof. All with just natural mineral dug from the ground. So, you know, we had abundant wood and abundant energy. We thought we would get away with it <laughs> without doing studying world architecture mm-hmm. because this was the world's concrete before Portland cement, superior in every way imaginable, bonds to cellulose perfectly. You can paint it on wood and it won't rot. I mean, it goes on and on. So, the good news is, you know, it's been here all along, it's time proven. China banned our plywood, our OSB, and our gypsum-based drywall over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Our jealousy is so profound we can't even print it. In that 20-plus years, they built 75% of the world's construction without our plywood, OSB, and drywall—all three trap moisture and emit poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built 4% in that same. Period of time. This has happened on a multi trillion dollar worldwide level. The wake up call is how can something this large be kept out of our press so effectively for so long? Yeah. And kept out of our universities. I'd like to know. And out of architectural training. Yes, we all know who controls our media, who controls what's taught in the universities. This you know, it's multi multi trillion dollar industry in using these waste products. Mm-hmm. So they extended it to our medicine, to our food, to our clothing. So essentially and to corporate 85% America. Of what we've done. Essentially corporate
0: America. It was corporate success- America,
1: would you say was beyond Yeah, yeah. In other words, that mandate given in nineteen ten to find those profit centers, uh, worked beyond, you know, anybody's imagination. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this. So, if that's a ca- if
0: that's the case, George, you started going out to to China to source MGO panels. What do you look for? How do you know Correct. that you're dealing with quality over there? Because, you know, besides the um, concerns of just you know, we get so much product out of China, and, and there's no you know, from somebody like me sitting in Arizona, how do I know who's good and who's not? But, um, sure. Sure. You, you know, let's let's talk about that, and then also the the climate politically with china does concern me if they're the only place you can get the product out of if we start building an industry
1: no we have a couple folks build making it here in america in a very very small scale right now but the way to test the product is to fully test it Mm -hmm. so groups like huber materials and they're the largest distributor of materials in all of europe is now stocking mgo board in like 12 different locations throughout the u.s they're one of 17 different groups that are bringing in paneling yes in the very early days i started bringing this in in the mid 90s and yes there was only two or three groups luckily they were affiliated with american-owned mgo factories in china okay that were selling all over the world in other words they had already figured out how to meet world standards and all the engineering data that would pertain to things like plywood, particle board, and gypsum drywall. Mm-hmm. In other words, they knew what those products had to meet. So when Huber brought it in, because they're a multi, multi-billion dollar international company, mm-hmm. they did they redid all the testing just to go beyond pretty much what everybody else had done on the engineering side. Okay. They also added another 30% to the cost. But that's okay because we have some people that say, I just need the maximum engineering. Now, luckily we have two or three other groups bringing it in with materials that only have lighter amount. See, because this board is ubiquitous in China, mm-hmm. there's over 9,000 multi-billion dollar groups making this board. It's everything in China. It's their plywood, it's their OSB and it's their gypsum based drywall. Those things are all illegal there. Now it's been illegal for twenty years, but they've only enforced the last five or six years. So is, they get it.
0: Is the reason there's that there's no it's no illegal is without- just oh. purely the health reasons and then the government doesn't want to, you know, have to worry about, you know, paying to get sick people better. So is that why China and, and you know yes. in, in Europe they're saying, Hey, it's Irresponsible to build with this stuff because you're going to make people sick and then you're going to weigh on our, you know, on our environment, on our economic uh, systems. The future yeah. You know, exactly. It, in China,
1: every top, that's right. Every top level government person in China has at least one and possibly two PhDs only in physics, chemistry, biology, and engineering. Nobody else gets in. They get it. There is no future without, you know, taking the toxins out of China. They have a 30-year outline program. It was on the internet for about two days. and was taken down, where every year they're going to commit to anywhere between 30 and 150 toxins that will be illegal year after year after year. And, And yes, they'll stop making the polluted products that we specify. They do not oh exist goodness. in the future of China. But they shouldn't be existing in the future of the US.
0: Uh, you know, it I just know. I want to I literally want to cry, George, <laughs> listening to your story <laughs> and knowing, you know, know, that the home I'm gonna go home to probably has off gassing that at some point could I mean I don't know. Every what
1: they, type of medicine.
0: You know, and I know what even our clothing, right. I heard um, you know, obviously like I've heard that linen is like the best clothing you can wear to keep you from being sick but just polyester Uh is supposedly like the worst thing to wear because it makes you sick for like you just said everything that we eat that we put on our bodies that we live inside (laughs) of mind-boggling that yeah deodorant and all things so you know i'm not i'm not trying to scare people i what i am wanting to do is learn from you george because You've already had probably the worst. Well, yeah, because you've already probably had the worst nightmare happen to you. And I'm so sorry for the loss that you and your wife went through all those years ago. Um, I know through sometimes the greatest adversity is where we grow the most and where we can make the most good. So I really admire the fact that you took what happened to you and made it happen, you know, turn it into something good to help others. And obviously that started you down this road of building biology, learning about different materials that are healthier for people. Um, One of my agents, her name is Brandy, and I know she was really excited to listen to today's show because she's actually got Lyme disease and has had suffered from mold sickness. And I didn't know anything about this world until I traveled with her to Arkansas. And we had to leave in the middle of the night because the room we were in was making her sick. And I, again, somebody who had never experienced that, really had my eyes pulled wide open in this whole world because there is a world of all these poor people who get sick from EMFs, get sick from chemicals, get sick from mold, and they're living in homes filled with all of the above. Like I said, as I started this call, um, I'm literally, as soon as I'm done recording this show, going to go meet a client that found mold in her rental, and she's paying $15,000 a month to live in here in Phoenix, and we can't, we can't seem to find a house that hasn't been infected with something that makes her sick. So kind of like where you were talking about your wife living in a car, you know, she has a um, camper that is basically worst case scenario for her and her husband to go live in because it's the only thing they feel safe in that won't make her sicker. That's a terrible way to live. Uh-huh. And it feels like it's yeah, only yeah. becoming more and more prevalent and more and more people are getting affected. Why are we getting so much sicker, George? Is the product getting more full or is it just that as human beings, we can only take so much before our bodies start being affected?
1: Yes. We've weakened ourselves over time. And I think that's what no one realized in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when they think products all became popular. Mm -hmm. Is that the true effects are two and three generations down the road. And, you know, at least in China, they get it you know, it was a huge experiment for China to take on basically all the poisons we transferred to China. I mean, we had products like PVC, a hundred percent we sent to China. We knew what it was doing to our water and air. And China knew but they thought the planet could heal a little faster than they imagined, than they were imagining. In other words, mm-hmm. the devastating damage to air and water Quality in China is so pervasive that they get it. If we hadn't transferred such a massive amount to China, we would be getting it too. So we would wake up overnight with air pollution we couldn't breathe in.
0: Is that just because? But now
1: we just have these milder forms, right?
0: Is that because George and
1: even just cars alone? Yeah.
0: Do you think we have
1: enough pollution just from adding cars and trucks alone? to make up for the huge industrial waste that we transferred to China. Now all of that's being spit out as we talk now. China gets it, they're not going to make these products in the future, they've already quit quite a few different things, they won't recycle our old computers anymore, containers are all going back empty, you know, when they used to dump their containers here, now they're all going back to China empty. have China recycle that stuff. That all ended a couple of years ago. But what we don't see silently, and even tried publishing the list, you can't publish it here, mm-hmm. which chemicals they're banning year after year. Now, the idea in China is they have so much science going into these clean materials of the future that they'll be able to offer Every one of our products back to us in a non toxic version profitably. They can't do that right now. You know, everything was based on these waste products of <clears throat> petroleum. Now, you know, in George,
0: out of curiosity. I know.
1: Here's the biggest irony of all. Before World War One, mm-hmm. all plastics were based off cotton and soy and took one third the amount of processing to make to process them because there's no pollution in them. We can make perfect plastics. Even now, there's food-grade plastics. But it costs so much money to take out the heavy metals and the toxins, because they make heart valves out of plastics. Mm -hmm. They're not the same plastics that went into the building products in your home. But that level of refinement makes it impractical. If we're going to use the waste products of petroleum, but we can use cotton, soy, any plant. Plants all create plastics one and a half percent of the human body are plastics hey george they're fantastic
0: let me pop over to your website because i want to talk about some of the other materials that you have researched and you offer but before i do i wanted to ask you the question and interject do you feel that china is so much further ahead of us because they as a country are so much more dense in population like do you think it just hit them well yes
1: the imperative is sooner for them in other words Right, the air and water degradation was so severe in that mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. that they have to do the reversal, and they're just now seeing the health effects. You know, the the diabetes and the heart rates and the cancer rates are some of the highest in the world. When I started visiting China regularly in the early two thousands, they were the lowest in the world in all those categories. So, in
0: only twenty years, even, even in the t- high, just twenty I, years, yeah, that happened.
1: I know, just 20 years.
0: Wow. Yes. So that's, it, that could be our future 20 years, in 20
1: years. Yeah, I know.
0: That is so mind-boggling. So
1: wake-up. I know. All of this is happening so fast mm-hmm. in China. And now they're spending close to 100 times more per capita on air and water cleanup in China now because it's an imperative. The young people are protesting everywhere and they're graduating 125 environmental engineers for every one that we graduate. That is, and they're financing these, you know, that, the bright ones, right?
0: So George, I'm on In your website words, right now. Do you see it from your view? Can you see, I, I would just love an yeah, overview yeah, of your site. Yeah, it's kind of
1: small from where I'm from, reading from, it. Okay. But, yeah, that just talks about this orientation of how I was able to find this building biology group, and the huge inspiration that that group has shown by implementing these things worldwide. Turns out, you know, all of, virtually all of Northern Europe is doing this top to bottom. uh, My former wife was actually from Sweden, we got Mm -hmm. to visit several of the aged homes and hospitals. These toxic products have all been banned for 70 years in schools, it hospitals is. and nursing homes throughout mm. sweden norway uh, all the all the northern european germany was number one in mm. banning all these things and the cost savings in their health care is what's remarkable well they're actually at one third the hospitalization but they spend tw- one-third the cost but they spend 20 times more on health education
0: which is what we should
1: be building biology Um, What these materials actually do to people over time.
0: So, George, on your website, if somebody wanted to go check you out, they go to geoswan.com, right? That's your website address?
1: Right.
0: And Uh then when they're on there. Yeah, we outline
1: a lot of these things on there. Yeah, you've got some uh, great information on our our website. Yeah. Yeah. And if people request it, we can send an e-version of our book to people Mm -hmm. by just emailing us and any specific questions they have, we try to answer. We try to do at least a half hour or more of free consulting to know, to if nothing else, give people hope that there really are affordable, non-toxic ways of dealing with all the modern issues in our buildings. Now, it used to be we always had to say, this is gonna add like 15 or 20% to the cost of your building Uh if you're building new. That's down to two to five percent, and there's, with the new incredibly high price of conventional materials.
0: Yeah, I, and I these think these materials
1: don't cost really anything more.
0: I think what we need to take yeah. into consideration is the cost of our health as well. So that said, I'm on yes. I'm on the website for the Building Biology Institute. I know this is a nonprofit that you had mentioned um, you were passionate about healthy buildings for sustainable huh? living. It's a five hundred one c three. Tell me a little bit about this organization and, and any involvement you may have had, George, with them. Oops. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. went a little bit too that far. Was,
1: uh, it actually started, uh, they started doing research on the effects of different buildings on people actually in the 20s and 30s. Wow. And it actually became, you know, a, a regular science right around the mid 40s. So, right after and, World
0: War II. Which,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, is unfortunate timing. But the science was rock solid. They actually moved entire cities in Germany that were like located in geopathic zones where people had like four and five times the amount of uh, cancers. Wow. Just from the water courses under their beds. So it became, you know, imperative, they thought, for the long term, to study this in depth, you know, to find out what materials do to people. And they came up with brilliant solutions back in the 30s. They came up with a way of treating wood chips with clay and magnesium oxide to make them fireproof, moldproof and bugproof. They make these wonderful clay and magnesium treated wood chip blocks that are one fourth the weight of concrete. And then one third of that block towards the inside gets filled with concrete and rebar. So you've isolated all the thermal mass to the inside. Mm -hmm. You force the concrete to give up its moisture by the adjacent materials that convert moisture to vapor. You eliminate all the modern, what we call the the green building Mm band-aids, the dimple mats, the drain mats, that pretty much admit that none of this worked to begin with until you put breathing layers between them mm-hmm. but they never defined it in terms of vital energies it's more like well first we stop everything and then after we get all the lawsuits we'll figure out what to do mm. you know after everybody got sick in the buildings That's and just, that has not worked out well at all no <laughs> so can i ask you a
0: question my colleague curtis told me that there's a training you offer or if somebody after watching our episode today is like oh my gosh i'm so lost in this world what do i do next i feel like you had a program for 250 dollars that somebody could pay to get educated by you am i am i remembering incorrectly or- oh, okay
1: well that's well yeah that's that's just consulting and that's typically just like on the hourly okay got what it. what a lot of people find is once they've read the book and once they've even taken a few of the building biology courses, mm-hmm. you know, what they need is what to buy now, where,
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: to get it delivered, and how to get the right amount to their job site before the carpenter picks up a hammer. Right. In other words, right, right. the owners have to get in deeply involved with all these logistics because otherwise the owner will go down to Home Depot. And I don't want to go, so
0: I don't want to go down to Home Depot. And I'm building some houses, George. So where do I need to go to learn more from you? Help me. Oh learn. yeah,
1: I work directly. Sometimes we we find there's a lot of young builders who want to learn this. They get mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: don't want their own kids exposed no, to this. No, I don't want my I mean, grandkids. If a baby comes yeah. out of the hospital, <clears throat> seven to twelve times more chemically sensitive than the adults that don't know why the child is screaming. The kid is not making it up. They really are that chemically sensitive. The cruelest thing a parent could do is do a Home Depot remodel to the nursery.
0: <laughs> right, and, but, and, and people know, just don't it, know. And so so they if you, they go to your website, they can request online your book to be sent over as a PDF or as an e-version, right? So that's a place to sure, start yeah. to get educated. Yeah, if they don't want to
1: buy the book. We encourage buying the of book. Course. Because
0: Wh- which book yeah, is it? Yeah, they
1: can Xerox, it's Spiral Bond. It's, you know, it's, it's designed for the builder, architect who wants to know why we're doing this. And, and, and of course, <clears> they probably didn't want to know 300 pages of how to convert moisture to vapor. And why every single product bonded with petroleum. Is disqualified. It's incompetent. It can't do it well. George. It what, needs band-aids. It needs you know, dimple mats. It needs drain mats what's to the get name, the damn water out.
0: What's right. the name of your book so we can help know, people get their bad. hands on it? I, it I know. How did we get
1: here? It's terrible. Because I, I work with double and triple PhDs all day so, in biophysics and chemistry.
0: How, how do we and get, they
1: don't know how to apply it to their own house.
0: How do we get this information Nobody to them? What's them. the name of your book?
1: Oh, it's just breathing walls.
0: Breathing walls. Okay. That
1: term, yeah, breathing walls.
0: I will definitely buy that book myself, and I am am super excited to learn more from you, George, on breathing walls. That term
1: is greatly misunderstood because, you know, they think, oh, breathing walls, you drill holes in your walls so they can breathe. No. No, it's electromagnetic breathing. It's the subtle charges between materials that convert moisture to vapor, just like the chemistry of your bones next to the chemistry of your tissue and cellulite in your body creates a perfect push-pull charge that extracts two quarts of water a day and you're not wet.
0: That's amazing. And, and you'll die
1: in four days if you quit doing that, by the way.
0: Well, we don't want to die in four and days. Our
1: buildings don't do that. No. Our buildings don't give it- no, we don't have this wonderful subtle pass through that dehydrates the cavity. because hey, even the EMF issues with electricity are based on wet materials that are super conductive their entire lifespan.
0: So after today's so show, in other if, words, it's
1: if, a failed experiment.
0: It is. Yeah. Hey, if somebody wants to get your book. Do they just go to your website? Because we've run out of time, and I want to direct people where they can find Hmm. more of George. Where can they find more of you, George? Just geoswan.com?
1: website, yeah, geoswan.com. And then they can always just email me at my name, name, Swanson at uh, yahoo.com. Okay. And, And we answer questions and see if there's a fit, because a lot of people are at the point where they're sick of doing band-aid things to their house or right. spraying something on the wall and it's good for, you know, 30 days, and then it mold then after comes that,
0: back. Yeah. And well, when you're
1: ready to take the drywall off, we're ready for you.
0: I'm gonna go know, <clears throat> right now yes. and meet with my client, and I'm gonna make sure she gets her hands on your book because she's super mold sick and she needs to learn more about how to make herself yes. um, live in an environment the that's way, not wait. sick.
1: A big contributor to this mold is the forced-grown lumber. It's missing all its essential minerals that used to convert moisture to vapor. 85 years ago, wood didn't mold like this. It was called old-growth lumber. Mm -hmm. So we've been forced-growing it. It's missing its minerals, just like our bodies are missing a lot of minerals. Let's put the right ones back in, and that's what we do. We actually spray it with a combination of MGO, potassium silicate, and superfine clays all of that is missing in the wood sent to you from home depot it's got mold in it it's it's
0: crazy well as (laughs) final thoughts for anybody watching or listening today george what do you want to say in closing for anybody um that's interested in learning more just go to your website get your book from there and then reach out to you and that
1: there's real hope out there okay for just say typically not more than four or five percent total increase we can get all the poison out of the little component called your envelope turns out the building envelope roof wall and s- floors is only 20 percent of the cost of your building agree doors and windows can cost more yeah than everything that's running so, so we can get a hundred percent of the poison out of that raising the building four or five percent
0: you know i know you probably could talk about 20 more hours on all of this stuff and i would love to do sure. that but for today i've got to run and i appreciate everything you just shared with us and do expect an email from me because mm-hmm. i need help building healthy houses out in okay. arkansas here very soon so whether it's me or curtis gonna you're going to be hearing from one okay. of us very soon thank you george thank you much take care
1: take care Bye bye
0: hi guys i hope you enjoyed that show george is so passionate i wasn't kidding at the end trying to finish the show in a timely manner was not easy because he's so passionate about what he does, which is help people create new homes that are healthier than the homes they've been living in. So you guys go check him out at geoswan.com to get more information from George Direct. And hopefully you'll have more time planned than I had today because he could have just kept going and going. What a great show and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv. Or all of our links to connect with us hey, 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 i'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day every every single day